successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you listening today on KMBZ 980 AM or if you're joining us on podcast networks, we appreciate it. Or if you are Watching us on live stream right now on my social media. Thank you for joining us. Uh, or if you're watching this on YouTube on the broadcast, we appreciate that as well. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Our website is grillnationshow.com. And today we are going to have a, a fascinating show. I'm very excited to have back uh, Jonathan Cole, who's the owner of Pendulum in Kansas City. They are a multi multidisciplinary architecture firm. Here locally, they do all different types of projects. They collaborate. Uh, they, they work to ensure sustainability of communities. They're involved in everything. Uh, and we're going to be bringing on a guest with Jonathan after our first segment. His name is uh, Jonathan. Actually, I'm going to have you introduce our guest for today because um, I'm excited about it. Wyco Vintage. Wyco Vintage, Patrick Klima, um, one of my favorite people in Kansas City. Uh, just I think it's going to be an amazing show. Uh, glad to have him here with us. Yeah, he's going to be out joining us after the break. So, Jonathan, um, what's new with you? What's new with Pendulum? Kind of talk to us about kind of Pendulum again and kind of some of the projects you've been working on. I've been, I've been reading more about kind of what's going on in the Truce Project, but also uh, what's happening with kind of some of your sports-related projects in town and across yeah. the country. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, we've been busy. Uh, our Fuse Ballpark in Gastonia, North Carolina, officially opened with a ribbon cutting on April 15th. And so now we're in eager anticipation of the first home game, which is scheduled for May 27th. So we're excited about that. Uh, we've launched our custom, our Pendulum Custom label, which is where we use our design expertise to kind of customize clothing and sneakers. Um, we've had a few amazing collaborations and maybe you've seen the video that we did of the custom dunks we did for our client there in Gastonia. So that was super cool. Uh, Truce Billiards. What are those are exactly? What are, what are custom dunks? So it's the Nike dunk. It's a high top, uh, dunk, um, shoe, uh, that we basically customized to be brand specific for, uh, our client there. Uh, their brand is the honey hunters. So they're yellow and black. Uh, which is super cool. Uh, and then we took their logos and their labels and their brand marks and we added them to the, the actual shoe itself. I also airbrushed and kind of customized the Nike swoosh on it a little bit. So it's an orange color. So it fits their, their branding and their label. And we, we did a short run. We did 16, 17 pairs and there's a lot of people out there mad because they didn't get some. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to come in and DM you guys for <laughs> at some point. Absolutely. Um, you you guys have an awesome studio. It's in the crossroads. Uh, your office, man, you put a lot of time and effort into that place. I did. You know, it's part of who we are. I, I always say that when you come to our studio, you see us, you, you see the space, you know exactly who we are. 
And that's what we really wanted to achieve with the space is create a, have a creative space that people can, can see what we're all about. And if you get us, then we'll get the work. And if you don't get us, then maybe we're not for you. So that's kind of what, how we're developing our, our brand right now. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the uh, project and Troost? That's a, uh... That's been all over the news, man. You, you came on this uh, radio show, podcast, YouTube page or show, collaborated. Next thing I know, you're in uh, every single publication uh, about transforming uh, Truce with Truce Village. Well, you started it, right? So. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for letting people know about that first on the show. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a great project. It's exciting. It's transformative. It's under underway. You know, we're still curing the buildings. We're about 90% done with curing the buildings or basically getting all of the bones of the building preserved to a point where we can then move forward with some of the new construction. We're continuing to work on some of the new pieces of the, of the projects, such as the housing, the, the event space, the green space, outdoor space, uh, the food hall, uh, the grocery store. So uh, it's exciting. You know, we've got a lot of momentum behind us. We're meeting with the city uh, on a pretty regular basis to get things moving. We're getting permits. So it's a good time. Let's talk a little bit more about our guest that's coming up today. And we'll get into it with him in a second. But we're talking to White Co Vintage. And White Co Vintage and their CEO, um, I didn't understand, I didn't know this, but they're the largest, world's largest and most trusted seller of authentic vintage t shirts. They have over 15,000 pieces from their collection have been worn by celebrities. Uh, rock stars, fans, collectors, fashionitas, fashionitas, people of good taste like yourself. I, that's pretty incredible, man. And, and, and what did you do with them and how did you connect with them? So I first met Pat and Adam. Uh, we were at a restaurant and a friend introduced us. And, you know, it was somebody that, you know, this friend was like, you've got to meet this guy. I think you guys are get along great. You know, I would always show up and be wearing certain things. I love Su- Supreme New York. So... I think the the day that it was set up for us to meet, I was wearing a zebra print Supreme zip up jacket. And then he walks in, he's wearing a vintage t-shirt when I think he was wearing a Supreme jacket that day as well. And so, you know, it just, once we started talking, we sat down at the bar and just started talking. And then he was talking about this new project that he wanted to do, which was the, the new um, boutique shop on Broadway. And we just started brainstorming, coming up with ideas and thoughts. And I think we immediately had a connection, you know, when we we really started talking about what he wanted to do, kind of what I was thinking about. And we just that the rest is history. I mean, because we text and chat and stop by, you know, no less than once a week. So (laughs) (laughs) that can get kind of expensive for you. uh, Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, think about it. I always say this about Pat and, and the whole Wyco Vintage crew. It's, they're the people that have the things that are impossible to get. And I hadn't found that before anywhere else in the city where the things that you really want as far as vintage, you know, collectibles, hype gear, there's no other place that, that anybody should be thinking about going really because they've got, you know, everything. So all of what I call the impossible cops, the things that you just can't go get, you just can't go pull off the shelf. Well, at Wyco, you, you, you probably can. And if, if they don't have it on the shelf, they can get it for you. And that's kind of what I like about uh, about the relationship we have with them is we've been able to get so many things that 
I've seen and I want it, and they made it happen. WhiteCoatVintage.com is the website. Patrick will be joining us here in a second. Thank you for listening again to the Grill Nation show on KMBZ 980 AM or on podcasts or at our website, GrillNationShow.com. You can connect with me all over the internet at Jason Grill on Twitter, at Grill Nation Show. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, at Jason Grill. I want to thank those who have been listening and, and sharing recently. We had tens of thousands of views a few weeks ago of a LinkedIn post and people are really kind of engaging with our guests, which is kind of the goal of the show is to connect you to, you know, leaders and CEOs and and thought leaders in their industries. And so we're going to come back. I really appreciate Jonathan Cole. He's the owner at Pendulum. Their website again is PendulumKC.com, an incredible uh, architecture firm and design firm here in Kansas City, but they do projects literally all over the country. Tons of really cool sporting projects that we'll talk about at some point down the road, but also they collaborate with uh, with groups like White Co Vintage, corporations, municipal civic entities, education institutions, non-for-profits, they do it all. And so uh, check out their website, PendulumKC.com. They've put together some really cool mock-ups as well on that website. You're listening to the Grill Nation show. We will be right back. Thanks for joining us today on Grill Nation. the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you listening today on radio on 980 AM, or if you're joining us on podcasts, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, we're on Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. And uh, if you're watching us on my live stream on social media, thank you for watching us at this special time today at three o'clock. We're also, you can watch all of our old shows on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Please, uh, please subscribe and we'll post that all over social media as well. I'm joined again today by Jonathan Cole, who is the owner of Pendulum. Their website is PendulumKC.com. And our guest today is Patrick Klima, who is the founder and CEO of Wyco Vintage. Their website is WycoVintage.com. They have the world's largest assortment of of, uh, vintage T-shirts and goods there is, uh, and it's based in Kansas City in Midtown. Welcome back to the show, Jonathan, and welcome, Patrick. How's it First going? Off, Patrick, just kind of tell us about your journey, man. How did you get into this? What made you decide to become an entrepreneur and, and start this uh, this company? I've always kind of been a collector of things ever since I was a little kid, you know, whether it's like baseball cards and then it was like Magic the Gathering. Um, so I've always kind of been into collecting things, but in the early 2000s, uh, I was working a desk job at Freight Quote, uh, and uh, I was sitting there just hopping on eBay looking for shirts of things uh, that I had when I was younger. You know, if you remember TNC Surf Designs, uh, they had like a Nintendo game and stuff when I was younger, but their shirts are really cool and they're kind of funny. It was like stuff like that, shirts that were funny, band shirts, and uh, started just daily looking for shirts started seeing things that I wasn't looking for that all of a sudden I started putting on my list of things to look for, whether I could find it in a size or condition I liked. And uh, vintage shirts, they're a little different than normal clothing. The sizing is is not the same as modern sizing. So I ended up with a bunch of stuff that, uh, that wasn't uh, fitting me. And so I had to decide to do something with these shirts that didn't fit. So started selling the shirts and then realizing in the process of all of this that I could start buying shirts and selling them and, you know, kind of leveling up a little bit and buying more expensive shirts that maybe I wouldn't have 
bought normally without, you know, making a little come up off the other shirts. And then it just kind of got out of control. <laughs> when, when, when did you get your first, uh, when did you get the idea again to actually start the business? How long ago? The business was actually started in 2008, but I mean, we were kind of flipping stuff on eBay a little bit before that, but it was mostly like, you know, just kind of on a, a small basis. Uh, in 2008, though, that's when we really said, okay, this can kind of be a brand, you know, and, and we can start doing this. And so we started listing everything on eBay because at the time that was that was the way to sell stuff. You know, there weren't all these other platforms and apps uh, and social media really wasn't a thing either. And so that, uh, you know, kind of started things for us with eBay. But, you know, from there we got a website and got on other platforms. And how did you, how did, and, and, and Jonathan chime in here too. We talked a little bit about this on the first segment, but, but you guys got connected. When did that happen? What year? And in, in the journey of the business? Mm. End of 2017. Okay. That's right. Probably, I, actually it was, I think it was like November. It was in the fall because we were wearing jackets at the time. So that's right. <laughs> and if, that's you, right. if you look at, actually we could find out by Jonathan's Supreme jacket he was wearing because you could find <laughs> out what season that jacket was and we would know when that happened. So, yeah, so you guys said you guys definitely hit it off because you both stylish gents. But then, um, when did you kind of decide to start working together, and how did that how did that really kind of happen? Why don't you start off, Patrick, and then Jonathan after that? Um, I mean, like we we started just uh, hanging out and talking a lot about the things that you know that we liked, and a lot of things that uh, weren't available in the city. You know, I mean the store that we have now, our retail store, we have a lot of stuff that, you know, in the past in Kansas City wouldn't be something you could just go someplace and buy. There are a lot of really limited items. You're kind of limited to just buying stuff on the internet. And some people are intimidated by that, especially when you're spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on on clothing. You know, you kind of want to go someplace where you can see it in person, know that, you know, you're buying it from someplace that you just feel comfortable, you know, instead of just this shadow on the internet that says, I've got this here's your money you know we, we John, about- patrick, patrick i've bought um, uh, many vintage chiefs or uh zoo or royals gear that is uh that looks like it'll fit me when i see it on ebay and then i get it <laughs> and uh a medium and and or a small and uh in 1975 is a lot different than a medium or small in 2021 absolutely absolutely uh most of them were 100 percent cotton they'd been washed and put in the dryer and so like the size on them uh, and people in the the seventies, I think, and eighties were or size they, they were just a different size then. <laughs> and, you know, hey Patrick, you are opening a new store. Tell us more about it. Our current spot, we kind of outgrown that and started talking to Jonathan a while back because we knew this was going to be happening sooner or later. And uh, we finally decided we got the spot, and it's actually next door to our current location. So we're going to be doubling the size of our current store, and then in the spot of our old store, we're going to be opening another store that's going to be just used sneakers and used streetwear. And so we're going to have two stores side by side. Uh, and then the new store is going to be a, uh, a very upscale version of our current store with, uh, with a, a much, much uh, higher end look and finish to it. And we're, we're pretty excited about it. That is awesome. And Jonathan, you're obviously along for the ride on this process. Uh, it's exciting. You know, it's, it's talk about leveling up. I mean, these guys just don't stop. And when you see this, the finished product, you know, it's like the first store to me was super cool and innovative. This is about to go ape. Nice. What is our timeline on this, guys? Well, like anything, it's, uh, you know, with, with, with Pat and the gang, it's, you know, he's like, I want this done in a month. 
So I'm like, okay, let's ride. Let's do it. We're hoping beginning of June we should be able to get this done. Let me know on that so I can check it out. Jonathan, I know you're you're into all of this, but once you guys met, you knew you could help him, right? And help this company. Well, I knew I could help them, but to me, I think our strength is collaboration and everybody's not open to collaboration. You know, sometimes people just want you to do dumb architecture. It's like, just do your job. And I think what I got from the whole Wyco Vantage crew is that, you know, one, they're professionals. They know exactly what they're doing and there's a science to it. It's not just you're bumping around and, you know, (laughs) in night and getting this stuff done. You know, and that's the thing I appreciate about them is their whole squad has their finger on the pulse of, you know, what things are. I look at the marketplace right now is it's not really just about shopping. In my opinion, it's like the new stock market. Things increase and decrease in value over time. So you really have to know how to ride that wave. And I think they've mastered it. And I think that's the important piece in our relationship is, you know, I can call Pat and say, hey, man, what do you think about this? And he'd be like, no, don't do it. Or it's going to dip a little bit. I mean, this guy is like a walking algorithm when it comes to this stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a knowledge base there that I think, you know, like you said, you don't want to spend money, a bunch of money on something. And then you realize it's a fake or it's not legit or it's just not right for you or you're overspending. I think, you know, again, these guys have their finger on the pulse. Yeah. And you built quite an impressive e-commerce site, Patrick. Yeah. So, you know, like I said earlier, when we started out, eBay was basically the only way resellers could do stuff. I mean, you could build a website, but, you know, I mean, you remember what early websites were like on e-commerce. They were ugly. They were hard to, to get around. And the people who were running them really didn't know what they were doing either. So what you were interacting with wasn't that great. But we learned a lot over the years with, uh, you know, just as buying shirts and selling shirts from both ends, learning what, you know, what makes it easy to, to actually go about and trying to, to buy shirts. And so we, we built this website uh, and we brought on Adam Compo. That was in 2015, I believe. And we had kind of a shell of a website at that time. But when we brought him on he really started doing like the seo thing and we kind of we kind of built a regimen you know we started doing weekly drops and uh and what we did was we kind of just made this regimen i mean it's like every week we're doing these drops we've got our way of doing things from the way we do our photos our listing titles everything we do is really thought out and we think you know in the long term because we're documenting history like no matter what even if none of our shirts ever sell you could say we've documented more t-shirts and in a way that, you know, nobody else has done. And the one other thing, what I was getting at is the way that we present the items. You can go on our website and search by your measurements and go through our inventory and only see stuff that fits you. We got about 5,000 items, but there's probably about 400 that would actually fit you on there. But we have a method. Uh, if you go on our site, there's a section that says the perfect fit. And it explains very simply how you measure your shirt. And then you just click the categories that, you know, you hit your pit to pit measurement, collar to him. And then it, boom, it shows you what will fit. Because, I mean, you could surf through our site forever, but we want you to find stuff that will work for you. I love it. I mean, it, this website is awesome. Whitecovintage.com. W-Y-C-O vintage.com. I mean, I just got very nostalgic and, and just <laughs> – I've been kind of becoming a sneaker guy, I guess, Jonathan. I've gotten a lot of the, the Nike golf shoes are getting cool now. They're going back to the Air Max. <laughs> right. The, the, the Blazers. I've got the Air Jordan 1s. I mean, I've got some, but, but, but the T-shirt game, I mean – 
everyone is kind of into like not what you're doing, like the opposite. Like I saw a Royals 1985 World Championship t-shirt, but hey, I'm going to recreate it as a new one. You're selling like the actual product that they sold at the parade or that they had at MLB.com, you know, like back then. I mean, these were like actual products. Yep, absolutely. They've kind of got some spirit to them, you know And I mean? Like you think about like uh, a 1977 Led Zeppelin tour shirt that was purchased there inside of the venue, you know? I mean, there's something inside of that shirt that, you know, connects somebody to that time, you know, that pe- period of in time. Uh, every day too, you know, we always say like with music, there's always kids for the first time experiencing, you know, hearing Prince for the first time and, you know, and thinking, wow, this is amazing. And then, you know, they want to connect to that. And how do you connect to something like that? You can, of course, go buy a record. Um, you can buy a poster and put it on your wall, but like shirts, there's something you can actually wear, show people. Uh, so it kind of has a different level to it than your, your typical uh, nostalgic, collectible, uh, sentimental piece. Being able to wear something really gives the person that, you know, a chance at expression, you know, and that's, that's why I think the shirts are really, really cool. Jonathan and Patrick, when we get back, I want to talk to you about um, kind of some of your favorite items. Maybe Jonathan will have a few that he can talk about. And then Patrick, some of the ones that you've, you've obtained that maybe were some of your highest sellers or that were your favorites. And then I'd like to learn more about kind of how you get all these t-shirts. I mean, you said you had over 5,000 shirts, jerseys, shoes, whatever you want to say in your store. I mean, just getting all these gear, you know, buying them, having the capital to do it and then reselling them. I mean, we'll get more into that with these two gentlemen. Jonathan Cole, owner of Pendulum and Patrick Kleinman from White Co. Vintage. Thanks for listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll be right back. show with Jason Grill here on KMBZ 980 AM or on podcasts or on our website, grillnationshow.com. Fascinating show so far with our great guest and collaborator, Jonathan Cole from Pendulum, uh, pendulumkc.com, a great architecture and design firm here in the region, but they do work all over the, all over the country. Uh, They come on the show once a quarter and, uh, and connect us with great guests like White Coat Vintage, uh, Patrick Kleiman, who's the CEO of Wyco Vintage. Their website is wycovintage.com. We were talking about kind of the background and how you got into this, but um, I'm kind of interested to know, like, how do you get these uh, incredible vintage items? Like, I mean, you said you had over 5,000. You're the world's most trusted and authenticated source here. I mean, how many a day do you get? I mean, just take us through that process. I think it's really interesting. Most of them are acquired on a a piece-by-piece basis. You know, I started out just buying primarily online, just connecting with other people, selling whether they were the original owner. Um, But as we've done this over time and developed the website, if you go online right now and try to look up a vintage shirt, no matter what that shirt is, you're probably in the top 10 links, you're going to get a result to wycovintage.com. And so because we are have that kind of exposure, most people instantly gravitate to our site. And then there's a section that says, sell your shirts. And we've made it really easy for you to submit some photos through our website if you've got stuff for sale. Now, over the years, We've had some really good publicity. You know, we had a Wall Street Journal article. We did a, had a New York Times article. Uh, we did an NPR uh, marketplace interview. And every time those things happen, we got tons of interest. And uh, after the NPR one, we had uh, uh, 
a guy that was a former merchandising manager for Guns N' Roses, Rolling Stones and Prince in the late 80s, early 90s, reach out to us and sell us his entire collection. And so like when you get that kind of exposure, it's like it, now today we have more people contacting us frequently where in the past it was always me reaching out. And today my inbox, it just, it fills up with people nonstop. Just, Hey, I've got this, I found this. And uh, it's, it's kind of wild really. Cause it, it's, it's exciting. I'm always excited to see stuff I've never seen. Uh, and, and it happens still to this day. <laughs> what was your favorite, uh, white coat vintage item that you have ever uh, obtained and, and Jonathan, what's the favorite one you've purchased? Uh, you know what? It's interesting that you asked that question because with Pat, it's, it's like the, the fit is what's most important. And the funny thing is he can always say, you know, here's the perfect, here's the perfect fit for you. So I purchased a vintage Beatles uh, tee that I thought was really cool. It's got some pink and blue overtones. So it goes great with my pink Levi trucker jacket. Wow. I got to see that. (laughs) What about you, Patrick? I mean, you don't have to nail her down to just one, but like, what was that one item that you got or two items or three, maybe like, wow. It's, you know, it's, it is kind of tough because there's some pieces that are in the collection that I can't wear. They're, they're too small. And then, and then there's other pieces that are in my closet that I actually wear. There's a, an Alice Cooper shirt in my personal collection and it's from his greatest hits in like 74, which kind of sounds funny, 74 greatest hits. But, um, the shirt has like a gun holster printed on the shirt and it looks like, like there's a revolver in, in, on the shirt. It's it's a, it's like such a cool shirt. So rare, so hard to find. Um, that's one of my, my favorite all time pieces. Uh, but we also, we have a couple pieces in the collection that were actually, uh, two t-shirts. They were on the Leonard Skinner plane crash and they, uh, were personal belongings of one of the survivors, Donnie Kretschmar. Uh, we had bought a significant portion of his collection from his daughter and, uh, two of the shirts that were, uh, in that collection were actually on the Leonard Skinner plane crash. Wow. Were you always into the music side or when did you expand into other stuff? I mean, you obviously started with vintage concert and music, but now you have sports and shoes and everything else. You know, I've always kind of said sex, drugs, rock and roll is kind of the thing. But then you've got like, you know, pop culture in general, TV shows, movies. um, Those have really become popular as of late. I feel like just anything that really connects people to that point in their childhood where, you know, they just, where things were important, you know, about 10 years old to, you know, 16, the things that happened in that frame, those are things that really stick with people. And so most of these things that become popular uh, subject matter wise, it's about 20 years after that, you know, where those people when they were that age now have a little bit of extra expendable income and they're kind of connecting to their childhood memories and, and things that make them, you know, think of the past. It's it's kind of happy thoughts stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to you guys about, we're with Jonathan Cole, uh, owner of Pendulum, great architecture and design firm here in Kansas City, and Patrick Kleima from uh, Wyco Vintage, the CEO and founder. You moved from Marion, Kansas to Midtown, to this new store on Broadway. I guess new to me, but uh, you've been there for what, a few years now? Yeah, the store actually opened October uh, October 13, 2018. Uh, okay. We were in Marion, and so, like, before Marion, we were actually just over on Main at uh, – right across from uh, Aura, right over there. I can't even remember the address. But we had a spot over there, and the building sold. And so, at the time, it was more of a studio space. We weren't doing any kind of in 
store retail stuff. It was more just doing our online business. And then we were kind of doing these little events on first Fridays and stuff, but the building sold. So we got this spot in Merriam. It was kind of just the best bang for our buck at the time. And we weren't planning on doing retail ever. That was just never really a part of, of what we wanted to do. We liked the online thing. Um, it was just kind of easy for us and, you know, didn't have to go to work every day and, <laughs> and, and be there and, and be present in that same manner. But um, no, so we, you know, we kind of started thinking about it. Those things went on and then I linked up with Jonathan and it was like, as soon as we started talking and the market just like started just like saying, Hey, do this, do this because there was this huge glaring hole. There's no sneaker stores like this in Kansas city. And we wanted to do something different, something cool and something really nice. And so uh, it, it was just really easy for us to come together to do that. It just and Let's talk about that. What does the store look like and kind of the process that you went through? You know, the store is all white. It's white on white on white with a few accents and then their logo, which is the anarchy symbol. Um, yeah, I've pop- seen that T-shirt on some celebrities, actually. Your white Covini <laughs> logo is on T-shirts That's on right. celebrities. So they're wearing your gear, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, sometimes you just like get a message on Instagram, like, "Hey, did you see?" You know, like Paulie Shore. He on one of his YouTube videos that he does, he was just wearing one of our shirts, and we had no idea, you know. But somebody sent us a a video clip of it, and it's like awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. And so, Jonathan, you have it. It's all white. Uh, I'm looking at a picture. You can see a picture if you've never been uh, on their website, whitecovintage.com. Um, everything is very organized. I'll tell you that. As soon as I saw it, I was like, wow, this is one organized, uh, very clean looking store. I think that was the goal was super clean. I think that's the first thing that Pat and I talked about was just want it to be simple, clean, um, and different, you know, different than anything that I think anybody has seen in Kansas city so far. And then especially with, you know, what, like one of my mentors said, location, location, location. I mean, I think Pat and I talked about a number of locations before this became the spot. Um, but just the foot traffic alone, when you stand there and, and see people come by, uh, it's an eye catcher. Uh, and I think it draws people in. And then, you know, we just kept it simple, very flexible. Uh, we custom made. In the spot of our old store, we're going to be opening another store that's going to be just used sneakers and used streetwear. And so we're going to have two stores side by side. Uh, and then the new store is going to be a... Uh, a very upscale version of our current store with uh, with a, a much, much uh, higher end look and finish to it. And that's the funny thing is we designed it, but we also worked with some of our key collaborators like Pascal Maya, Maya who does the, the welding and Dale Frommel who helped us, you know, kind of configure and, and fabricate everything. We really kind of MacGyvered that thing and put it together uh, and, and put everything together. I think, what, 14 days, Pat? I think it was actually 13. (laughs) He knows exactly. Yeah. Uh, I I should remember because, man, my back is still killing me. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are on uh, on 3535 Broadway Boulevard in Kansas City, Missouri. So, you know, right in the heart of Midtown. 
you know, where all the action and development is now. I can't wait to stop it and see that once I get through the website. I'll probably know the ones. I'll, actually, I got to get measured first, right, Patrick? So then I'll, yeah. then I'll be ready. Yeah, to go. get your measurements. <laughs> you also have, you have hats. I'm saying you have shoes. You have uh, obviously t-shirts. You have some posters. You have jackets. You have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we actually, there's two websites. So what we did, just to like kind of keep it simple for our customers that were into the vintage stuff, there's wycovintage.com, but then the store, for our store is wycovintagebroadway.com. So that's going to be all of our sneakers, all of our streetwear, all of the stuff. When you walk in the front door in our retail store, everything that's in there is on our website. And so it's, you know, it's really cool because it's shoppable like that. A lot of other uh, stores like ours would not they don't have that capability. I mean, they have the capability. They just don't go that effort to present their items like that. And I mean, that's really like, you know, our our pride and joy is we love to, like you mentioned, the organization. Um, it's we, we want to provide the best shopping experience and customer service we can because we know we can help you find something that you're going to love. Uh, we just got to find out a couple things and we can get you right, right. Uh, narrowed down to what works. Wycovintage.com has got everything. Like the whole like nine yards, every every vintage, like all 5,000 and wycovintagebroadway.com is where I can go to see what you actually have on your storefront and retail. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be all the, the Broadway site is that's where all of our our sneakers and streetwear, the Supreme, the Off-White, um, the Bape, that kind of stuff, that's all going to be on that site. And so uh, we've kind of got them separated like that because it's, it's nice for for a few different reasons, but um, yeah, we uh, we had to kind of keep them separate for our vintage fans because we didn't want to we didn't want to overwhelm them with stuff that they might not be interested in. I love it, Jonathan Cole, Patrick Kleinmar, my guests, White Coat Vintage and Pendulum Studio. We'll be right back with more of the Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us today. Here is the money that I owe you. Yes, you can pay the bills. I will give you more. Tell you money is the root of all the kills. They have never been. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm Jason Grill. Thanks for listening on 980 AM via radio on all the podcast networks out there. If you're joining on podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. We're also on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Uh, and obviously, you can connect with me on social media as well at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show on Twitter. And I'm also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and on Instagram. We're joined again today by uh, Jonathan Cole, who's the uh, owner of Pendulum, great architectural firm and uh, design company here in Kansas City. And Patrick Klima, who is the CEO of Wyco Vintage. Uh, they're uh, on Broadway, the retail store. They're also online at wycovintage.com and at wycovintagebroadway.com. <laughs> we, uh, we have been having a lot of fun. I've, I've been excited to have this show for quite a while. It takes me down memory lane. Uh, man, I wish I would have saved some of my concert t-shirts from the 90s. Uh, I'm sure they're somewhere at my folks' house, but I, I don't know where because I'd, I'd be bringing them down to your store. I did go see Millie Vanilli. That was the first concert I ever saw in my life. <laughs> um, in real life. In a Starlight Theater. Um, what, uh, let me ask you this, um, Jonathan, what is the, what is kind of the one, uh, t-shirt or product that you really would like to have, uh, that you don't have? Is there one vintage Michael Jordan shirt that actually fits me? I think, I think Pat has a few, but none that fit me. 
not the jersey, just like uh, if you watched uh, what was the the documentary that they the had. Last the last, yeah, and and there was a few T-shirts that came out, and I was immediately texting Pat, like, "Yo, do you have this? Do you have this?" He's like, "I had one, but not anymore." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the original, like, yeah, with the original, like, uh, the Jumpman logo or the Wings logo, and then yeah. uh, you got like the jacket. I recently got a jacket, and it, I'm lucky it fits. Uh, but most of them are really small. Like the shirts, they're they're all really small. Oh yeah, they're all very small. You're right. All the all the other ones are are not being sold. People are holding on to those. Um, Patrick, what is uh what what item has sold for the most? You don't have to tell us the number, but I'm curious of of what was the highest priced item that you ever uh, ever ever uh, ever sold. We've had a couple Led Zeppelin tour jackets sell between like five and seven thousand dollars. I mean that's that's kind of the upper echelon. Um, but I like I don't know, it's probably six or seven months ago, I actually lost a bid. I bid twenty thousand dollars on a Bill Wyman. Uh, it was owned by Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones, uh, a really rare goat's head soup, Ritva Man sweater. I know that's a mouthful, and most people are like, what? But it's this really cool sweater that was made uh, in very limited quantities, and this one was owned by a member of the Rolling Stones. And, uh, yeah, I bid $20,000, and somebody outbid me, uh, and there's a 20% buyer's premium on that. So, I mean, these things can get really, really crazy, some of these pieces. I mean, they're... <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, my producer says he loves that T-shirt. He would, or that he would love that product. So, you know, twenty it's, it's incredible. Lot, what, what an incredible number! Um, it was a rush hitting the button, hitting the button, man. I mean, it was it was quite the rush. But uh, yeah, I had to stop. Like I was like, I can't go any further. I wanted to, I wanted to, but I had to stop. Yeah, that was smart. What was your uh, what? Some of the best business advice or lessons you've learned since you started this, with all the changes in technology and. You know, the, the people really kind of getting into more of this memorabilia, vintage kind of world in the last few years. I mean, do, are there any things that you've learned maybe that have really impacted you and helped your growth? You know, I think the best thing really like for me and what we've done is just to continue doing what we're doing. You know, like we've been working hard doing what we're doing for a long time now, but like we, I'd say in the last few years have really started seeing a lot of success, but it was stuff we were doing years ago and kind of laying the foundation to, to what we're seeing today. And a lot of that's like with the website and uh, what I mentioned earlier, when you look up Google search results, we come up in the top and pretty much any vintage t-shirt search, which that's a, you know, that's a really big deal. People pay tons of money for that. We're just there. And even ahead of a lot of companies that are, you know, these huge companies, but all of that stems from us doing what we've been doing with doing our weekly drops and just trying to, just trying to do the best at what we're doing and trying to provide the best version of what we're doing. Uh, that's, that's, just what we strive for and what we want to, to do every, you know, every time we do a drop on our site or if it's in our store and a customer comes in, we just, you know, we really want to make people, you know, know how much we care because we love this stuff. This stuff means the world to us. This is our life and, you know, it's, it's our world and we love when other people are a part of it. Jonathan, um, you're a guy that's been to many different stadiums, events. You know, you kind of are connected in a lot of different places. What, what might be that favorite uh, sporting event or concert maybe that you ever attended? So I've got two for a concert, Pier 39, probably 98, uh, San Francisco, Empty Warehouse, George Clinton and the P-Funk All-Stars. It was insanity. I think there was a full moon that night, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so that's the concert. Sports, uh, you know, the Royals playoffs to World Series run in 2015. I had tickets to every home game from start to finish. 
just electric. That was kind of the favorite thing. And then directly behind that, I did the Lakers playoff series in Oklahoma City, and that was bananas. Was it? I've never been to, the, to a game down there, but uh, of course, that would have been awesome. What about you, Patrick? Favorite sporting event was probably, I mean, the Chiefs uh, game to go to the Super Bowl is great. Um, the, the Royals ALCS the year. I was there in Game 7 when the, the Royals lost the World Series, so that was that was so terrible. But to be there for the, the ALCS win when they got that, that was, you know, obviously just epic. There was the Cinco de Mayo Royals game, though, I will talk about in like 2007 or eight. I started a Ken Harvey chant. It might have been before that, but I started a Ken Harvey chant. And I don't know, that was pretty epic because the ending of that game, the, the like no more. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was so amazing. Uh, and then concert wise, that's so tough because like really most of what you see and what and what we do here like a lot of it was done in love to make money to go to shows like traveling to concerts that's what i do a lot of um and that's really my favorite thing to do so to say favorite show it's just so hard uh but maybe i saw muse at reading festival do origins of symmetry 10-year anniversary that was really cool i got to see yeah. uh elo at the hollywood bowl a couple of years ago which was pretty amazing Music concerts are just, they're all so different. It's so hard to pick, but I absolutely love going to show. You had to pick one t-shirt out of your collection. If you're going to like some place where you, you know, like you want to impress someone and you were like, this is the coolest thing I own, what would it be? My go-to in that is probably uh, the 77 Zeppelin Day on the Green shirt. It fits me really well uh, for a 70 you're shirt. You're all about the Patrick. I love that. I love that. You're uh-huh. all about the <laughs> Yeah. Well, it matters. It's so important, man. It's so important. But uh, no, that shirt is uh, it's it's a really good one. It's iconic, and it was you know some of the last shows that Zeppelin did in the U.S. And so it's a uh, it's a really special shirt. But it's also like one of the first shirts that was really cool that I found that actually did fit me because, like I said, you know it was it was hard, and it still is. There's so many shirts that I've had, but that have not fit me that I wish had fit me. You know, like I mean, there's just there's so many. You'd think I would personally have thousands of shirt in my in my closet but that's not the case because like they don't fit that well so i have to like search for them you know yeah hey uh jonathan i got one more for you favorite sneaker or jersey of all time i know you mentioned michael jordan but what is your favorite sneaker because i know you're a sneaker guy (laughs) that i don't own off-white jordan one in the white and red colorway that i own union la jordan three retro guava ice uh it's in my dead stock i'll probably never wear it but uh this is something that i talked to, to pat a lot about and he's like you got to buy it you got to buy it so i did <laughs> nice that's tough though when you can't wear them but you can look at them you know they're they're there for you right they're on display uh, in the what office was the one, what was the one you said before that what jordan was that the off-white jordan one in the white and red colorway Okay. The Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That one is, I mean, it's up there. Pat, you have one though, right? No, I don't have that. I got the trophy room. The one that was recently uh, talked about a lot in the media that Michael Jordan's son had sold kind of under the radar. We got a pair of those in and that's, that's kind of a a grail, one of the grail pieces. (laughs) For sure. Well, Guys, you know, this has been a great show. I urge everyone to connect with Jonathan Cole at Pendulum, uh, PendulumKC.com. It's an awesome company here. We're so lucky to have them in Kansas City uh, doing fine work all over the country collaborated with Patrick Kleiman and White Coat Vintage. Their website is whitecoatvintage.com, 3535 Broadway. Appreciate you guys joining the show today, and thank you to everyone for watching and listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week.